Welcome back to Rain It In. This is Matt. And I'm Rachel. So uh, we, we're back from Japan. We've been back for a week. Yeah, a week today. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been back for a week uh, processing, reacclimating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a little bit more trouble than I expected. Um, I'm feeling better now. It was, I think jet lag was more significant than either of us had expected, too. Yeah. And you also mentioned, uh, like, you said this kind of jokingly to a, a friend, and I was like, That's damn straight. Is the, like, reverse culture shock was a, kind of a bigger deal than I thought. Like, yeah. it just felt weird to be, I mean, A, to not be on an eternal vacation. Right. Um, but also, just things move and act in a different way here. Yeah, they definitely do. Which is hard. It was kind of jarring, like, the first you know, walk that we took out yeah. to go to a restaurant. Um, it did just feel very, very different. Yeah, and so I, I actually thought about this today while I was at work. This is a long intro, but you get you, this is the bonus material for everybody. Yep. The um, bonus intro. But I was thinking about this <laughs> at work today, is that, like, while, to- while Tokyo is, like, a city of a, a bajillion million people, mm-hmm. unless you're on the kind of the main streets, there are not a lot of cars. Right. And you like you cross over the big main street to get back into a neighborhood street whenever you're kind of going places. Um, and so you really you were interacting with people moving around you a lot, not cars necessarily. That's true. And here in the States, it's like everything is like cars, cars, cars. And yeah. like I and I was walking to grab coffee and, and there were all these cars lined up, which is like normal. But I could hear like half a dozen different radios coming from those cars, too. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing. Like I only heard sound coming from cars like once or twice while we were there yeah the that's true it's kind of curious anyway so uh speaking of sound we're going to dive into this episode this today is going to be a uh sort of a food recap yep and uh kind of reflections on our trip to japan the um one thing i do want to point out got some feedback uh it's kind of a limitation how we're doing this record how we're doing this podcast and trying to keep it light but our transitions are louder than our voices are normally. So um, I'm working on trying to figure out how to record these better, how to do that a little bit better. It's not going to be this episode. It might not be the next episode. So uh, instead, uh, we're about to hit the transition music, yeah. the intro music. So turn Time down your headphones down. or pull, out, pull your headphones out of your head for out of your ears for a second and then come back when you when we're done with the jingle. things that I've said to people since we've gotten back is that I ate so much weird shit and I did definitely uh and you've heard us talk a little bit about it up to this point but I don't want this to be a recap of all the weird shit that we ate instead I think we're gonna focus a little bit talking about um some of our favorite experiences that we had dining um and some of the and comparing some of the like kind of similar foods that we had so we thought we would start with our first meal there and talk a little bit comparatively about the different ramens that we had. Yeah, and I, I think we're still going to talk a little bit about the weird shit we ate. I'm well, sure yeah. it's going to come up, but but yeah, it's not. This isn't like a, um, it's not like a gross out episode, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I was going to go on, and now I'm going to go on because I started. There's a lot of stuff out there about just like any other culture you know if you're people are traveling in the the video or the podcast is really about like whoa they're so weird i can't believe they're so foreign and strange like that's not really what we're trying to do with all this stuff i mean we right. did some weird stuff but we we're trying to experience it and just sort of like see how other things work yeah and certainly i mean we tried to work our way through like 
sort of the classic different types of restaurants that you know Japan has. So yeah. Izakaya's little tiny places. We went to a skewer place and had all kinds of things on skewers. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about ramen. We ate a lot of soba. We tried tonkatsu one night. I mean, we just really tried to sort of do the gamut. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to eat sushi because yeah. we're in Japan. Right. In or fact, just we that we're going to eat ramen because we're in Japan. Yeah. So, but the first night, right, when we, we landed, um, we got in like around two. We had to get through all the customs and all that kind of stuff. And so we'd kind of planned an easy evening knowing that we'd probably get to our Airbnb around six. So I'd found a couple ramen places that were within walking distance of our our Airbnb. And it turned out we've, we found a good one. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and it was the chickeniest chicken broth ever. Yeah. There was an entire pot full of chickens that, I mean. Oh, yeah, you could just see were, them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were not, they were chicken carcasses. I mean, they weren't like freaky live chickens in there. But, I mean, uh, yeah, no, it was just like you could tell what they were making the broth out of because there was a giant pot full of chickens being yeah. turned into broth. Well, and I'll also say too, right, so if you've been listening to a bunch of our other ones, if you actually are a, a dedicated listener, hopefully we won't rehash too much stuff and we'll kind of talk a little bit more about just sort of like kind of some overview stuff, right? So, yeah, the first one was like super chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we, you know, ordered at the little vending ticket machine on the way in, uh, made our way through. Mm-hmm. Um, ticket vending machines are really nice, especially the first night that we were there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to figure out how to read that, too. Yeah, but, but I mean, I just took, I just chose a picture. I was like, this picture looks fine. I'll eat all the things in this picture. Yeah. Whatever. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, the differences we had, right, we had a real chickeny one. Um, the next one, that one was like in, technically, I think we were in Nishi Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like what West Shinjuku is that we determined? I think so. Um, and the uh, second one was like really just a few days later, mm-hmm. and we had that in Ebisu or Ebis, however you say that. Um, and that was the one that was the what yuzu salt. Yuzu salt, yeah. yeah. Which is I think a pretty famous one. Um, I feel like it's gotten some some press because we were definitely not the only tourists that were in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and you know. Ebis has the big kind of hotels, and um, it seemed like it's definitely got space for um, tourists kind of set aside almost. You know, that, see, that's funny because my take on that neighborhood is different, right? Because mm-hmm. it was like kind of a little bit hipster and stuff on the side because that's where the it's breweries true. were, or a couple of breweries. Uh, we only went to the one. Um, and when I was there a few years ago, granted two. that was a few years ago. Um, what was that? We went to two. We went oh, to Yona Yona. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did go to two. You're anyway. right. And um, the two breweries, that is. the. Uh, but, like, when I was there, it seemed like Ebis and, and its sort of, like, bar areas felt more like salary person sort mm-hmm. of stuff. It was, like, a little more blue-collar than okay. some of the areas I was in. Um, but, obviously, that changes. I was curious if that was your take on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it felt, you know, because, I mean, and this is part of probably where we were, too, but... Certainly when we were in the Yona Yona Brewery, um, you know, the other people that were were there were speaking English. Not everyone, but some of the other um, patrons were. And the ramen place, we had a conversation with the guy next to us who... um, Was like an expat living there for a short period of time or something like that, wasn't he? Yeah. And then I feel like there were some other people coming in after us that we kind of helped with the... Yeah, with the vending machine. With the vending machine. The ticket machine, too. So... Uh, But I would say... The yuzu salt one, A, they're also kind of, I think, 
get some notoriety because they do have a vegan option, right? right. And and we talked about that, like the difficulty of traveling in Japan as a vegan. Uh, but I think that there's also a, like a pretty solid like set of information out there because there's a bunch of YouTubers that are that are vegans, and even the ones that aren't try to. I think you can tell they have a lot of uh, vegan followers, so they all basically have at least one vegan episode mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but I think that was maybe my least favorite one of yeah, the four. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think my I think my least favorite was the the one in Sapporo that's supposed to be so famous. Oh yeah. Um, and yours was better than mine. You got the spicy one, and right. the spicy one was definitely better than mine. I just was so disappointed in their eggs. Yeah, their eggs were were really lame. I mean, I was sort of like, I don't understand why people would stand in line for like an hour for this place. I mean, no. And I didn't stand in line for an hour. No. So I was not disappointed. But yeah. I think had I stood in line for an hour, I might have been like, really? Yeah. That's all there is. And I think at the Yuzu Salt place. Um, I got too fancy with the stupid machine and like tried to change up some of the things I was getting. So I had like different noodles. I had like uh, oh, like right. yam noodles or something like that. And I think I don't know if they were yam, but they were sort of like the the low carb noodles or something. Yeah, low and calorie. I had like I had really good like hand cut ones. Yeah, yours delicious. yours were awesome. They were yeah. like nice and bouncy and chewy. Mm-hmm. And mine were mine were good. Mine mm-hmm. were good. Like if I would have gotten that anywhere, I would have been like, hey, this is a solid bowl of ramen. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, that I think that was the difference, right? Like mm-hmm. I had the spicy miso, you had the normal miso. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the weird noodles, you had the good noodles. Yeah. So I can see that being the shift. Right. Um, but the only thing you guys haven't heard us talk about, and we've gone on for like five minutes about ramen, even though someone could talk all about ramen. Whatever. I could talk about ramen for ages. <laughs> we could, uh, what was it, talk or not talk, for eat ramen. Hours, yeah. Um, but uh, go watch Best in Show. Um but yeah, then we have the, the the final ramen we had, which is like kind of we just realized when we were talking about this before we started the episode is we had a nice bookend. Our last meal in Japan, our last meal in Tokyo, and mm-hmm. the second time we came back to bookend the trip in Tokyo, um, last meal that wasn't at the airport, right, um, was also ramen, mm-hmm. and it was also a unique ramen. It was so. Um, I did a search for ramen places because I decided that. That was what I wanted to eat our last night. Um, and there was one that had really good reviews, uh, Hiroshima-style ramen. So we went over there. It was right near Skytree um, Station and slash giant Skytree in the sky. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was called. But, you know, I mean, if you're there and you want to search for Hiroshima-style ramen Skytree, yeah. that's probably the one. You know I, what? The other one we had, we did have another one. The... Um, the uh, curry, the halal. Oh, damn, you're right. Yeah. That was so good. That was it our was first so night back good. in Tokyo. Yeah. We I knew that. there was another one. Um, okay. Well, uh, we'll dodge back and talk we'll, about we'll, that yeah, in a but second. We'll talk about the end one. So um, the uh, so the Hiroshima-style one, um, I, the name of the place is on the tip of my tongue. It's actually one of the few places I've left a review on Google for. Oh, right. And it was because they actually had a very good English menu. And the while they obviously weren't, like, trying to, to cater to uh, travelers, they were, like, cool with it, right? It yeah. was sort of like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, and so I actually took pictures of the English menu mm-hmm. to post because that was helpful for us. It really was. Well, it also explained how to eat it, which I – because I wouldn't have – necessarily put it together yeah um, why don't you why don't you so explain that i'm going to okay. right now yep. um so uh hiroshima style ramen is dry so there's no broth 
there's a sauce um, that comes with it. And the sauce is made out of sesame, like tahini and Szechuan peppercorns. Um, so it's spicy and like kind of peanutty tasting. Um, and then it's got ground pork noodles and I feel like onions or something. And you're supposed to stir it up a whole lot when it first comes to you. Um, yeah, because they like correct, not corrected you, but they were like, no, really stir it a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. 30 times or something. Well, uh, they did that pantomimed in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it also came with like a small bowl of rice and a raw egg yolk. And had there not been pictures on the menu and an explanation of this, I would not have done this. But you're supposed to eat almost all the ramen and then mix in the rice and the egg yolk for the last like portion of your of your noodles. Mm-hmm. Why? I have no idea. But yeah. I that's what I did because that's what I was supposed to do. Um, all of it was was really good. And I just I just got normal ramen because I kind of wanted to just do a pork pork uh, oh, based right. one and I because we hadn't to done like, that yet yeah we hadn't done that one to try it mine was also fantastic the mm-hmm. noodles were good um, yours was really good yeah, yeah it was like the the amount of Szechuan stuff that was in it was just right to make you realize that it was spicy mm-hmm. and a little bit numbing but not like blow your head off yeah um, and yeah I mean it was a sort of unique way to finish the other unique one though um, that we did almost forget about that was so good yeah was the curry halal ramen. Mm-hmm. That was after our amazing night at uh, Ninja Bar. No, no, no. It was the first stop at Ninja Bar. It mm-hmm. was like a, an awfully nice night at Ninja Bar, which we'll talk about in our next wrap-up episode. We're going to yep. do a nightlife wrap-up. Yep. Um, so look forward to some discussion of karaoke and ninjas. Yeah. and um, <coughs> But yeah, then we went out and we, Rachel, or one of us found, you found it too, mm-hmm. um, had super good reviews. Mm-hmm. And we went in and it was a, a curry ramen. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it amazing. was delicious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was so, it was really fatty. Um, it was chicken based as well. Obviously, it's not going to be pork based. Um, it was, it, they didn't have alcohol there because they were, um, you know, uh, halal, I suppose. Um, yeah. But uh, man, the curry. And that ramen was so it just delicious. smelled delicious too. And oh, we were coming off of our our trip up in Sapporo, where we got the soup curry, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just good. So, uh, one last shout out on the the ramen stuff. So, mm-hmm. like here, we know ramen, um, but there's like a few variations on it, right? So this thing that Rachel had the Hiroshima style uh, ramen, actually, like they had it labeled as tantan men, I think, mm-hmm. also on the menu, and. Like, we've seen it here. You had it at a place here in Atlanta that's right. called Dan Dan, Dan, Dan Noodles. Noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get you can get this sometimes. And then that first place we went the first night, Rachel got a traditional ramen, and I actually got skamen, mm-hmm. uh, which I talked about before, which is it's kind of like deconstructed ramen to some extent. You have cold noodles, and your broth is a lot thicker, and so you dip your noodles into the, into the hot broth, and um, it's delicious. So shout out to... Um, one of my favorite ramen places in Atlanta, too, uh, that has both skamen and um, really delicious, like, pulled pork ramen, because we are in the south, um, mm. Momonoki, which is on 8th uh, and by the highway. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not too far from the Publix and stuff that's over there on spr- uh, spring and, uh, and 9th. But it is really good if you are um, coming through Atlanta or if you are an Atlantean. Yep. Definitely uh, recommend it. Yeah. So so besides that, we had some other noodles, right? Because, I mean, like we all know ramen, but we actually had like soba. We had a lot of soba. Maybe three or four times. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that I didn't realize about soba. 
um, you have a sauce that you dip your soba into mm -hmm. um, that's cold. Um, soba is usually cold. Well, we, uh, you could we get it hotter cold, but cold because it was warm. Yeah, because it was warm out. We always got ours cold. There was a sauce that you could dip it into, but then they would come around with like a thing of hot water, and you would mix that into whatever was left of your sauce, and drink it like a soup. Yeah, and that was something that I. It's pretty refreshing. Not seen before and was not aware of. So. Yeah, and that was something I, I kind of knew this a little bit. Um, like here in the states, we always get miso soup at the front, mm -hmm. but I'd heard that like normally you you end a meal mm -hmm. with miso soup. Um, and so I think that makes sense that you like kind of end up. Oh soup right, yeah, you make yourself well. a little soup. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I don't know. So so. But kind of on the, the miso soup mm -hmm. like topic, right? We talked about this a little bit on one of the other episodes too. Um, but whenever you get a traditional Japanese meal or Japanese breakfast, mm -hmm. rather, because uh, we got those at some hotels and some of the places we stayed, um, you know, it usually comes with rice and a bunch of other, other like things that we would not think about as breakfast food. Um, but it, fish. it always it always finishes with miso soup too. Yeah. So uh, and it's kind of a nice little refreshing palate cleanser. I thought, yeah, I mean, I think the ending with the soup was kind of a nice thing. And, you know, it really varied what was in the miso. I mean, almost always in the States, you'll find it with a little bit of tofu and a little bit of mm -hmm. seaweed. But there were certainly... Um, a lot of medyuba, which is the tofu skin. Right. Fried yeah. tofu skin. And then um, some of them had, like, they weren't even, like, green onions. They were more like leeks, I think, or really big green onions. Yeah. I think that's kind of the Japanese spring onion. It's kind mm -hmm. of like a okay. it's somewhere in between, like, a... It's like a big version of our green onion, but okay. not quite a leek. Yeah, yeah, it's not as strong mm -hmm. as well, we had that green onions. One too that was like a dozen little tiny clams that oh, were right. like minis they were I mean when I say tiny they were smaller than a dime. Yeah. Yeah. Clams. 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 <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the breakfast is so we uh, like kind of offset some of the you know just eating out all the time expenses and and all that like we had also uh, at our Airbnbs often made breakfast and mm -hmm. we pretty much had the same breakfast every morning. Well, um, I mean, you'd only want to buy so many things yeah. to cook. So, uh, But yeah, we usually did like a fried egg or some scrambled eggs with like some pan fried ham and we had cheese a couple days, uh, but we had the wonderful white bread. Yeah. Japanese white bread is like just different level. Yeah. We got to try, we're going to, we're going to try to get some at Sweet Hut and see if it's... Yeah, if it's c comparable. similar. Um, but it was like Texas toast kind of size for folks that are used to that. And But it was... It was somehow moist and firm and spongy. It was like all the best parts of all the different kinds of bread you could have. Mm -hmm. um, but on the lighter side of things. And and, and then we also were buying... Um, we were just buying all this stuff at the 7-Eleven. And we bought uh, Hokkaido butter two of the times and that Hokkaido butter was awesome it was, it was like good. it tasted good but it was also it was like a slightly more solid ghee because I would get that too hot in the frying pan and I never got burned butter or brown bits and then the last day we were oh, there I bought a different kind of butter and I scorched the hell out of it oh um, that's interesting I didn't even realize that yeah yeah so it was like it was really nice to cook with as well um and the funny thing, too, we had talked about this a little bit before the recording, is the eggs. Mm -hmm. The the first, uh, like, grocery stop shop at 7-Eleven that we did, um, we bought, like, six eggs. Mm -hmm. And 
they got a little frozen in their in their that Airbnb refrigerator. Was really cold. But um, but before they exploded <laughs> from, from that, <laughs> um, the first day we we used them, they were like just so firm and bright. The yolks like stood up like and they were very orange. Yeah, and they were very orange, and they tasted good. Um, and the funny thing is, like every other time we bought eggs, they, they were just they were pretty. They normal. seemed like pretty pretty normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was kind of a weird, mm, unexpected that mm-hmm. we got lucky on the first night. I assumed it was always going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, so that's ramen, soba, <laughs> and breakfast. That's noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Noodles, noodles, and breakfast. Um, and, uh, and, but I think it's time for a quick break. And, and then, then we're we'll going to come, come back, back and what? Talk about some highlights and some favorites that yeah. are not the things we already talked about. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Uh, uh, take your headphones out of your ears if this is going to be too loud. <laughs> so we wanted to talk a little bit about our favorites um, and some of the favorite meals that we had uh, in not too, like, you know, long of a time period. We could obviously go on about it forever, but, you know, well, dear at least listeners, for 22 days. Yeah, uh, we recognize that you only have so much time in your life to listen to us. So, uh, so what was, I don't know, what are your top three favorite meals Ruzika. oh yeah the uh you know we haven't used our real names in this oh shit <laughs> anyways that'll just fall into the the never neverland um so i don't know because it's a, that's a tough one right we ate so much food we had so many fun experiences um so i i think like um and we're not going to revamp the Kaiseki things for you because we've already talked about that enough, I think. Yeah, yeah. Check out the Kaiseki ones. If, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, like, it's this amazing, like, 47-part meal all at once. It's a blunderbuss of of, uh, of food. Random fish. Yeah, pickles. random fish and pickles. Um, but uh, but I think, like, I, I don't think about, like, what, what the f- most, like, uh, pleasant experiences were, mm-hmm. right? Like... What, what food was great. So I, I'd say, you know, the sushi that we had in Aomori mm-hmm. um, was both really good. It was the best shrimp um, sashimi I've ever had, hands down. Mm-hmm. In fact, it made me think I don't dislike. I mean, just because shrimp sashimi is so boring. And this right. was wonderful. Yeah. Um, and everything, and it was fun. It was a nice experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the izakaya um dinner that we had in Akita was a big highlight partially just cuz it was so much fun and ridiculous like the 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 people running the, the restaurant staff really the staff goofy. was like raucous and they yeah. were joking around half the jokes were at our expense but like with us yeah. um and you know they were kind of trying out their english and like joking around about a bunch of stuff and um, but we also asked them for the osusume, which is the recommendation, and, and got a couple things we definitely would not have gotten, which was right. beef lung, which was okay, and the it fried intestines that I actually, it was more than I needed, but it was it was really surprisingly good. They were pretty good. They were just so fatty. Oh, yeah. I could eat ridiculous. like three of them uh, before I was like, all right, I'm just like overwhelmed by fat. Yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know, I'm sure I'm missing some other ones. Um, but those are at least my two. What What do you... Uh... I mean, Sushi and Aomori was definitely a highlight. Mm. Uh, it was really fun to sit at the sushi counter and just kind of um, experience and watching everybody else eat sushi too um, and sort of, mm. you know, recognizing that 
I don't know. I feel like with a lot of things, I was worried that there were a lot of rules that I was going to be breaking. Right. And I did constantly feel like maybe I was being rude the entire time we were in Japan. But uh, watching people eat sushi in very different ways, uh, yeah. whether or not they were, you know, sort of how they were choosing to dip it in soy sauce mm-hmm. or not, if they were using... Um, wasabi or whether they were making like wasabi paste or right or if they were um using their hands or using chopsticks so like all of those things i think it's a little bit more flexible than um people might have you believe yeah well that that's probably true of everything right the um but that was kind of fun too because that was the place where they just put the fish right on the the bar yeah. Basically in front of you. Well, both places, actually. Yeah, um, they did. Yeah, there was no plates. It was just, you know, they wiped down the the sushi bar, and then they would, the chef would just put them as they were done yeah. um, on the bar in front of you. The, um, but, like, the people next to us just kept ordering stuff, too. Yeah, they, they just, did. like, piles and piles of fish. And they were not getting it just the straight up, uh, what, I guess I said sashimi earlier but i meant nigiri right right but so sashimi just straight up fish no rice and they just had piles of fish in front of them yeah and we're just like picking which would have been totally fun to do if i could have read the menu but instead we pointed yeah. to the package ones that seemed like they made sense yeah. and everything we got was really delicious yeah. so it worked out just fine um so but, uh, that place was yeah. sushi was really good there i mean i was really delightfully surprised by soup curry i didn't know it was oh, a thing yeah. soup curry you were blown away by soup curry. i really enjoyed it but but i think yeah you were willing to trade me in for a life <laughs> supply of uh soup, oh, curry. soup curry i mean mine was really delicious i think adding the coconut milk was key yeah that was good um and i had like special hokkaido chicken in mine uh that mm-hmm. was more money than the regular chicken by like a dollar uh and I don't know if that made a difference, but it was also very delicious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So soup curry was a, I don't know. It was just such a surprise. I didn't realize it was a thing. And then it was amazing and delicious. I mean, I expected sushi to be li- delicious. I expected ramen to be delicious, but I had no idea that soup curry existed. Yeah. And I think I think we have to admit alcohol had a little bit to play with some of the things, too. Because the, the halal... Uh, curry ramen mm-hmm. was like so good but we had just come from a bar where these like weird americans bought us shots shots and, of gin yeah which is strange and then we were, had also like had a bunch of sake and we were in really good moods we were back in tokyo and mm-hmm. and um and, and yeah so we went in there and it's just like it it was like that that uh that meal we had at uh, what the heck was the Italian place in Fort Collins? Bassetti's. Bassetti's. Like we've we've talked about this before. Uh, that like experience has so much to do with things. We had gone for this what like multi day backpacking trip, and like we went in a couple miles. We had everything on our backs. Brought everything out that we took in, and um, came home. We took showers and we went out to Bassetti's and had like awesome pasta yeah and it, it was, was just really satisfying it tasted better than anything i'd ever eaten in my life yeah, I, and I can still remember the feeling of eating that uh that pasta with too much garlic in it i know i mean well i talked about this when we were talking about the soba and mori right like it was probably not the best meal ever but it was so exactly what i wanted right at that moment that i kind of wanted to cry i was mm-hmm. so happy um the soba and, and Mori, like oh, a Mori. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, 
I just, it was so perfectly what I needed right at that moment in my life. Yeah, that it, was in Rapungi Hills after yeah. we were at the art museum, right? But yep. we were kind of exhausted and yeah, we just needed some food. It was, it was, it was tasty. perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, what other ones I'm not remembering. Mm. Like we haven't really touched on lunches. Well, we, I mean, yeah. No, we ate lunch. <laughs> I mean, we just ate kind of a lot, and we did eat lunch. Um, we ate the eel for lunch. That was yeah. a really big lunch. Uh, we, I think, sometimes we just kind of yeah, we sometimes just snacked. Snacked. Right? Well, soup curry was lunch actually. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, lunch. Um, I don't know. What else do you have on your favorites? Is that oh, Ekiben? Ekiben, we had a couple oh, times yeah. for lunch. Um, yeah. And Ekiban is great. And I was so sad that they don't sell it for the airplane. I think probably because it's got fish in it and you're not supposed to bring back random fish to another country. Or just random agricultural products. Right, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so there wasn't any way to buy it in the international terminal yeah. at Narita. Yeah, the Ekiban were quite pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, people talk about them a lot on the internet, and I think for good reason. And they're not like the absolute best, right? Because they, they have been prepared early, earlier in the day and, right. you know, they're kind of at room temperature. Um, but they, they were always very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was fun. Yeah, they're a nice little selection of different things. Pretty, they're presented in an attractive manner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they, um, they're fun. Yeah, not the same as Ekiben, but, but kind of in that was the... Uh, just like random food from the convenience stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ate a lot of random 7-Eleven food. Um, and certainly we got a lot of like rice balls. And um, I got anari multiple times, which is like tofu pouches stuffed with rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, cucumbers occasionally. Yeah, we got a pretty amazing custard filled like cream puff thing. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about ice cream. Oh, yeah, we did eat a lot of ice cream. Yeah. Um, Not enough. Not enough. And cheese tarts. We didn't get any more cheese tarts. tarts. Oh, my God, God, cheese tarts. We only had them a couple times. They were all on the front side of the trip, and then we never got more. And I had one with ice cream. It was a tiny cheese tart stuck in a thing of ice cream, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, how do we – how would you characterize – I feel like people talk about Japanese ice cream like it's a different thing, and I don't think it really is. No. It's just ice cream. No, it's, it, I mean, most of what we had was just a very rich soft serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a quality. It, it tasted like dairy. It tasted like ice cream. That's true. You know, the, sometimes you get stuff from places, you know, I, I want to say McDonald's, but it's probably not fair, and I haven't had their ice cream in forever. But sometimes you get, like, cheap self-serve, and it leaves, like, kind of a film in your mouth. Oh, yeah. And it just didn't do that. It just it was still fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree with that. The uh, we had one, we had the second best ice cream. Oh right! In uh, Hakodate. Uh, yeah. The, and we didn't take a picture of it because the sign, none of it was in English, but um, on the map it said, you know, second best ice cream. That was the title, the name of the store. Yeah. So, so you want to advertise that, I suppose. I mean, but it was inside of a melon pond, which is like a. a, a it's kind of like a Mexican concha. Only better much better it's like fluffy and soft and sweet and the outside is crunchy maybe which is maybe how those are supposed to be yeah but and it was um it was fresh so it was like a fresh melon pond with 
um, filled with ice cream. Yeah. And that was really pretty amazing. Yeah, it's like a sweet bun with a crispy outside. Yeah. I would say. And it's kind of like generally spherical. Yeah. Um, but it has these, can they put these slices on it uh, when it, before it bakes. So when it when it bakes, it looks like a melon. Right. It doesn't taste like it. a melon. Yeah, it's not melon flavored. It's just normal. Yeah. Um, and that ice cream was, that ice cream was only pretty good. It was second best ice cream. Uh, yeah. But the melon pun was good. You were just disappointed that we didn't get matcha. No, it was. I was a little disappointed. It was kind of icy. Oh, okay. It had some ice crystals in it. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. What are there? Any other last random things? Or have we pretty much exhausted all the food? Um, I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about food. Yeah. What are what What's your uh, your advice for young people as it relates to eating in Japan? Words of advice for young or people. Or word, words of advice for young people. Um. Go listen to. Um, yeah, Willie Musburrows. Yeah. Follow Follow some of his advice. Um. Or Or maybe don't. I don't it's know. Good Credit advice. Fans. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, what's your advice on eating and eating in Japan? Um, be flexible. Be prepared to eat things that you were not necessarily expecting to eat. Um, put aside some of your previous dislikes. I did even eat part of a mayonnaise salad. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't really enjoy it, but I was determined to be polite because the guy was like, special salad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, you know, accept that sometimes you are going to be polite and eat things that you normally would not want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that they're fine, right? Like, I don't love uni. I'm never going to love uni, but I ate it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd probably say, A, if you can... Travel with a companion who is more adventuresome in eating than you are or who, where you have uh, opposite dislikes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, there was a few times where I could eat some of the things that Rachel didn't want to eat and then it didn't look as rude. Mm-hmm. Um, or, I, I, shall, I should say, there were times when Rachel had leftover mushrooms that I was excited to have more of. Yeah. Um, and, but... Uh, but yeah, be, be flexible, of course, but but pay attention to what other people are doing, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of see, um, you know, kind of be open for doing something weird. Learn your Osusume Okudasai mm-hmm. um, to get the, the server or the chef's recommendation. Yeah. Um, and don't overthink things as much as I do. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of like, like Rachel said, you, you know, worried about being rude or worried about doing things wrong. Just just do it. You know, as long as you're having a good time, you're being respectful. I don't think anybody's going to care. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're polite, like, even if you're doing something wrong, like, yeah. you know. Um, like, did I already talk about my tonkatsu? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm doing this wrong, but it tastes oh, right. good, so I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, where you turned your, like, kind of condiment into a sal- side salad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, that worked. It was, it was probably wrong, but yeah. it tasted good. And then the other question I'll have for you then, besides advice on things, is um, was there anything you didn't eat or you didn't get enough of? What are you going to miss? Well, I didn't get enough cheese tarts now that we just discussed no. that. That yeah. was a big bummer. So, I mean, we're going to have to go back to get more cheese tarts, yeah. more soup curry. Yeah. Like, we wanted to go south. We didn't get okonomiyaki, but that's kind of more of a... Osaka and uh, Hiroshima sort of thing, and, mm-hmm. and we didn't go south and east. Um, yeah, what else? What am I going to miss? I'm going to miss um, 
actually like all the sort of access to sochu which i mm. decided that i really liked yeah. um and having a million different kinds of sochu to try i mm. realized that that's not food no. we'll talk more about drinks next time um but i am gonna miss that mm. uh um hmm I actually just liked the variety of things we got. I mean, this sounds yeah. weird because this this comes back to some of that like, ooh, it's so weird and foreign. Um, but like, I honestly in I honestly enjoy natto, which is like fermented soybeans. And we one of the places we stayed at had like artisan natto or something mm-hmm. like that, and it was so good. <laughs> um, and I mean, it sounds so gross, but but we had a string of places where I had a small bowl of rice, I had some natto. I had a really soft boiled egg on it and mix that up and you have a couple little pieces of fish on the side. Like, to, honestly, to me, I, I could eat that not every day, but I could eat that a few times a week and and be really happy. Um, but it's, it's also not something that would be easy to make at home here. Right. Uh, especially because you aren't nearly as interested in eating that as I was. Right, yeah. Yeah, we'd Uh, much rather go for waffles and... Yeah, I mean, my Japanese breakfast was definitely very different than yours. Yeah, Yeah, you had salads and... I'm not ready to face random fish at 8 Mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning. Like, I need need to gear up for that. Um, So I would usually wait until until lunch before my random fish escapades. And also... Finishing off breakfast with soup, like that's kind of, kind of there was there was that was one of the things that I kind of miss about Japan in general is there's there's a lot of like built-in kind of ritual to things, mm-hmm. and it probably just feels more ritual to us because it's not something that our thing. But it was like right. bathing at the onsen before you get into the baths. It was like the the breakfast layout mm-hmm. um, when we were eating Japanese breakfast, which granted is probably. I don't know. Maybe that is what they eat every day. But um, it seems like it would take some time to prepare that many different things. Uh, but yeah, and even even like eating in a ramen shop, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a ritual to that work. You know, you either pay at the little uh, ticket machine and wait till there's a seat or there might be a person like triaging you as you come in mm-hmm. and you sit on little benches until enough space opens up for you and your small party and then they shuffle you in and mm-hmm. then... You've already ordered at that point. Um, they just hand you your food. So, I mean, yeah. sort of like everything kind of works in an order, which yeah. is one of the things that was hard and kind of the the, cult, the reverse culture shock kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Things being less orderly. Um, and then what, uh, if any, we, well, we talked about this, the things we, we missed, right? We wanted to dive into some tacos. Yeah. Um, and we're going out for tacos tomorrow. And we had, I've had tacos twice this week already. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, yesterday I had Korean tacos, uh, and um, then we had tacos at home. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, I miss tacos, um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a different spice profile, because we did get some, like, Indian food. We got, and I well, missed, curries I mean, and stuff. there was not, there's not a, a lot of fruit and vegetable, honestly. Fruit. Yeah is very expensive. Yeah, big surprise, I would say, right? Like, there's a lot more proteins and grains and pasta. And pickles. I mean, there's a ton of pickled vegetables, but like there was not a huge amount of fresh vegetables with anything. Um mm-hmm. and and yeah, I mean, I you know, we bought oranges and stuff, but I think like a wide variety of fruit seems to be for um like for gifts and for yeah, shows, kind of. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because like the the famous melons and all that stuff, they're right. like hundreds of dollars. And we didn't get any of that stuff. Anymore. There, there's but normal I mean, stuff too, but even the normal stuff is kind of expensive. Yeah, like yeah. strawberries were like six bucks, you know, and they yeah. were like 
10 strawberries in there. Yeah. They were all very nice looking strawberries, but right. um, we bought some grapes. Those weren't too expensive. Anyway, yeah. we got some smoothies and things that were actually like some solid smoothies. That's true. Um, Seven just like smoothies. Just like pre-packaged smoothies. Lawson smoothies were not as good. No. Lawson just wasn't as good. I didn't eat a fam- family chicky. I kind of mm-hmm. regret that, but it would have been nice. We did get some other random fried things from 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt overall super satisfied. I feel like, feel like I hit the bucket list, tried a bunch of stuff I wasn't expecting to try. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, don't I, regret trying anything that I tried. No. Yeah. Uh, I do wish I had more cheese tarts. Yeah. I wish there was a soup curry place in Atlanta. And a cheese tart place. And a cheese tart. There might be a cheese tart place. Um, the, uh, But yeah, I want to go to Mom- Momonoki and, and get some... Get some ramen? Some Japanese food now that we're back. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll put that on the agenda for next week. Sounds good. Well, we got maybe I'll maybe I'll get ramen in Indianapolis. Oh yeah, we can report back on that. So, yeah. anyways, we got one last Japanese wrap-up episode coming up, probably in the next week or so. We're talk about night live. Yeah, and then we're gonna get back on to other things going on. What's going on in Georgia and all that. This is a long one. If you yep. made it this far, thank you for listening. Yep. We're gonna kick off the exit intro. If you're listening to your headphones, pull them out of your ears. Thanks, y'all. You can check us out at anchor.fm slash reinitin. That's spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N. All one word, no spaces. And you can leave us a message there. You can also follow us at Instagram at reinitin underscore podcast or email us at reinitin at ssdpress.org. Also spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N at s-s-d-p-r-e-s-s dot org. Thanks again to all of our friends and family for all the support and for putting up with us. Have a great day.